0: Thank you. Beautiful. Thank y'all. Let's pray. God, shine in our hearts. May your words shine for us and through us and become the word, the living word inside our very bones that they might burn for you in all that we do. Amen. Well, having just gotten back from uh Long drive from Orlando. Did anybody else travel this week? Raise your hand if you traveled. Okay. Where, where'd you go? Pascagoula. Okay. Good. There and back. Okay. Well, it's hard to get there and back to Orlando in a car, right? Um, but we made it. You know, we survived. And we had a really, really good time away uh, as a family. So, um appreciate many of you asked about that. And uh, I think it's more fun to see Mickey as an adult as it was as a child. I don't know. But had a great time. But the trip, those tolls and that traffic, the closer you get to Orlando, it's like the whole world is driving in, right? And, um, and it's, it'll kind of wear you out. But there was no trip compared to what the wise men did thousands of years ago. When they read it in the sky, they looked at they saw in the signs. They weren't part of Israel. This was a, a trip that was hundreds of miles long and they weren't in a car, they walked it, and it was risky. And um, truly in this story, I know it's part of the Christmas story, we're still in the twelve days of Christmas, but truly it might have taken years for those magi to get there and uh, uh, Jesus might have been old enough to come to a children's moments by the time that they came to him. But they did. And they made it. And, uh, but I don't want us to gloss over this long journey that they made. It was long. It was dangerous. And uh, we, often, we often focus on the gifts. I probably preached on the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. We've all, all, all done that. Sort of the giving part of this, the check writing part of this. I guess, but and, and there's a there's a there's a good sermon in there for the goal of frankincense and myrrh. Um, some of you, I'm not going to do a show of hands, but some of you grew up Baptist, did you not? Some of you, and I bet you knew all about Lottie Moon, right? You remember the Lottie Moon Christmas offering? I remember I was at Parkway Hills in Madison, was at that church, and, and there was a woman that was going to want to join, and we talked about it. We were in the retirement home, and she felt so guilty. She said, Now, Bruce, I'm going to still have to give to Lottie Moon. And I said, You write that check to your heart's content. Lottie Moon actually did some great missions to the Far East, and many Baptists uh, continued to support that. Lottie Moon would be proud the wise men would be proud of those gifts. But let me tell you what these magi gave that might have been maybe more important than the gold and the frankincense and myrrh. Because this is not a widow's mite story, right? They probably had plenty of gold back home when they got home, right? What they gave to Jesus was their comfort, their convenience, and their safety for an encounter with Christ. They gave themselves to this. They gave their whole bodies to this experience, looking at a star, following town to town, country to country, until they got where the star stopped. They also gave their focus and attention to the signs. They had to stay put, trained on whatever their north star was to get there. These stargazers made it to Jesus with their trust, with their pursuit, with their perseverance, with their focus. For they said, we have observed the star. Now that same star was in the sky for everybody. It wasn't hidden to just them. They just paid attention. They just focused, and it made all the difference in the world. They observed the star, and they acted on what they saw. Nobody's got a monopoly on the sky. Right, All creations, it says in in Scripture, the heavens are telling the glory of God. Everything points to God's glory and God's love. God's almost prodigal, very prodigal generosity toward this world. They were on a quest for meaning. They were blessed for paying attention. Because it's always hard to find what you're not looking for. And they probably passed a whole lot of people that didn't know what they were looking for, but they were trained and they were focused on the star. Jesus says, For those with ears, let them hear. For those with eyes to see, let them see. God calls for our our focus. God calls for our focus on our, our north star. There's not a monopoly on it. God continues to speak to us through creation, through our lives, through other people, through the church. They didn't just follow any star. They followed the one star. There were other probably beautiful stars at night, but they kept their eyes trained on their star. They followed the one star. They stayed focused. Now, we can also be drawn to Christ by Scripture, right? Reading the Gospel, the Epistles, the Old Testament, the Psalms. But notice that the very people that they, that they asked for directions, the very people who knew all that scripture, right? Herod's religious people, they weren't lifting a finger. And they weren't going in that direction. But they were glad to help them figure it out. They were glad to help them figure it out. They stayed focused all the way up until they were eight miles from Bethlehem. Bethlehem is about eight miles from Jerusalem. They stayed focused, and then they decided, I don't know why they did, if they were all men, why in the world? I didn't think men asked directions on the trip, but they did, right? They did. They asked for directions, and they just walked right into Herod's snare, right? They lost focus there right at the end. They lost focus right at the end. They walked 100 miles, and they lost their focus on the sky for eight eight miles out. Did the star disappear? I don't think so. They stopped and asked for help, and they, they asked for just the wrong person, right? Herod. If you ever go to Israel, Herod, when he died... He wanted people to revere him and worship him. So what did they do? What did he do? He actually moved mountains. I don't know how he did it. But he made a hill that you can actually see all of Jerusalem from. Right there on the hill. You can look down and see Herod's swimming pool. I kid you not. He was so vain. So worried about power. And right right on the brink of their quest. Their journey. They lose it. And they lose their mind too. End of trips, I guess, will do that to you. And so they ask for Herod's help. Why not follow the star all the way? Why do they do that? And one of the things we'll learn in the next few weeks, when we talk about like, like, like what John Wesley was talking about, about living a holy life, the first thing is to do no harm. Before you can do any good, Sometimes we try to do good, and we harm others in the process. Do no harm is his first word. And they did a world of harm because they lost focus. They lost focus. Now, it turned out okay for them. They got home by another way, but not for Jesus' family. What happened to Jesus' family after this? What happened? Y'all remember? God came to Joseph in a dream and said, you got to get out of here. Here it's about... To slaughter all the children? And what about those hundreds, maybe even thousands of children who were slaughtered on account of Herod's anger about that there might be another king in his midst? Keep your eyes trained on the star. Like what is what is your north star? I don't know what they followed, but what is your constant? one thing that you follow that sometimes you lose sight of it but hopefully it sort of pulls you back what is that one thing keep your eyes trained on the star not on blind alliances in fact after that Herod had a secret meeting with him and lied to them right he said look you tell me where that baby is because I want to worship that baby too he had his fingers crossed right Beware of secret meetings too. Those are those never turn out good uh, for sure. But the Lord came to them in a vision and said, You gotta go home by another way. What is your North Star? Like, what is your one thing? I'm concentrating this year, 2023, on one word, and I found it yesterday. Um it's like, what is God calling me to lean on? I prayed about it. I'm thinking about it. Every year I usually do this. Sometimes we put out a bunch of stars with a whole bunch of words, and you just pick up your word. But I don't want to do that today. Uh, I don't want to give you a word. I want you to pray about your star or your word. It might be faith. You might, Instead of trying more this year, maybe it's about trusting more. It might be hope. Maybe... The, 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 the dark cynicism of this world has caused you to be a pessimist and you, and you need to kind of get that star aligned just right. Maybe it's hope. Maybe it's, maybe it's love. Maybe it's, 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 it's love in action. Maybe this year in 2023, it's like Brene Brown's five-second rule. If you feel God calling you to do something, just do it before five seconds is out. Just do it. It might be patience or perseverance, or light, or laughter. What one word might be right there for you that might guide you in 2023? For me, this is crazy, but for me, the word is strength. S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H, strength. Not like bully strength, not like I'm going to, not arrogant strength, but that kind of quiet strength for me that I kind of, I kind of felt like I lost during the, uh, the pandemic. Um, lost a little confidence and lost a little strength. And, and man, I'll tell you, I'm getting healthier. This six months has been amazing with you. Thank you, St. Luke's, because I can see my star again. And you've helped me to do that. You may not, you may not have known that, but just by being who you are, And by being true and faithful to this church and to God and your faith, you've helped me kind of find my strength. And I so appreciate that. You've been an incredible part of me getting back on my feet post-pandemic. And my prayer is that as we're all crawling back on our feet or getting over, getting through what we need, that we can be that strength for each other. You've helped train my eyes on focusing on a few important things, not everything. Now, for me, my strength dissipates when I'm chasing every star in the sky, when I think I've got to be everything to everybody, when I think I've got to do it all. And, man, that will exhaust you, and I don't think you have to be a preacher for that to wear you out. So, like, what is the one star and the one thing? because I'm going to find my strength there and I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to follow that star. I'm going to try my best not to lose my focus this year and I'm going to need your help. What about you? Don't chase every star in 2023. Follow one star. What is it that's going to keep you focused? I want you to find it this afternoon or maybe tomorrow, if you get tomorrow off on vacation watching football or whatever you, whatever you do, just think a moment and ask yourself, God, what, what do I need to be focused on? What one thing? Pray for it. And when you find it, write it down. Now, you might want to cut a little star out and write the word down, you know, or just write it down on your calendar and go to it. Go to it. There are two ways to go. There's the Herod way. There's the way of fear. There's the um, distracted and consumed by so much. There's selfish advancement. There's me worried about my own navel and not worried about other people. That's the Herod way. That way will wear you out. That way will diminish you. And then there's the Magi way that they mostly did right, right? and maybe it's okay they didn't do it perfectly and neither will that we so maybe that gives us a oh, that makes it okay that we're not perfect but the magi's way is focusing on God's light gloriously revealed in Jesus Christ and letting all the stars like on a dark night kind of fade a little bit knowing that that star is going to get you where you need to be on your encounter let's go home in 2023 by another way amen let us pray god the stars of the night remind us of that night the magi followed you and lord it is a long journey and god you require you you ask for not part of us but all of us on this journey our gifts our time our talents and our treasures help us to know that that the direction you lead us in will ultimately bring us to you. Help us to know that when we find the star and get focused on the one thing, we just might become the us, the we, that you've always called us to be. Give us the courage of the Magi in 2023. Amen and amen. I invite us now to sing our closing hymn. Uh, It's two